Hey, what's up guys? Tim Uchuk from Simplify to Multiply. I hope you're having an awesome day wherever you are. I'm just on my way to work here. And we have, what are we at here? We have about just over three weeks left in the quarter. So quarter ends June 30th here for us. And um, for those of you that don't know, I live in and work in seasons. And what I mean by that is I like to plan and uh, do everything around three month increments um, for a couple of reasons. Um, first of all, it allows me to make realistic short-term goals and three months is, it's kind of like the perfect window. It's not too long. It's like the Goldilocks time. It's, it's not too long and it's not too short. So you've got kind of enough time to ramp up and start, plan and complete a project without circumstances changing so much because if you look at like 12 months, for example, it's, it's too long. Half a year is too long. There's just way too many factors that change. And so you're going to be kind of, um, you're going to be adapting um, a little bit too much to changing circumstances if it's too long. Um, and it gives you something kind of short term that you can that you can shoot for as well. So June 30th is the, the end of the second quarter already. So it's going by super quick. Um, and so we do uh, within those quarters a couple different like rituals. And what I like to call them, and, and they're basically like milestones. And um, I like to use the analogy of like a cruise ship, right? So if you look at like a business or your life, you might have a massively transformative purpose is a common um, acronym that's used or a mission, a mission statement. And that's essentially like your, your North Star. That is where um, you're facing to create your, your kind of big impact and, and create a life and uh, filled with fulfillment, right? And so the analogy is like, this is your, your if you're um, driving a, a cruise ship, for example, that's your destination and that's where you're kind of setting your coordinates towards. And then every quarter there are milestones or checkpoints just to make sure that you're making steady progress. Now, one thing I just want to quickly talk about the importance of doing things in this way is Dan Sullivan re refers to something, and this is where a lot of entrepreneurs kind of get stuck, and that's called uh, or referred to as the gap. Now, the gap is the difference in your mind. It's a mental idea. It's a mental construct of this notion of you comparing yourself to perfection, and the metaphor that he uses is the horizon. So if you're comparing yourself to something that's like perfect, in other words, the horizon, you're always going to feel let down because it's an illusion. It's, it's not possible to get to the horizon because it's always going to be further away. Um, so what he says instead is that we should measure by looking backwards or in other words, measure by looking at our progress. So um, every quarter, as an example, you might, you have your targets, you stop at the end of the quarter and you look back. You look back at your progress and you think about what went well, where was there room for improvement, and how can I, um, how can I make the next quarter better? And it makes this even um, an easier and more rewarding um, exercise because there's this, um, there's this framework where, um, and this is, I've talked about this before, so um, fast thinking and slow thinking. So that's what I mean by that is um, short-term thinking and long-term thinking. So if you were to look at your, uh, like a 25 year picture, well, 25 years divides into a hundred quarters. 
So if you look at it that way, there's not as much pressure. Every quarter equals a percent, one percent, and so you've got the the freedom and space to have a do-over. But at the same time, you're you're trying to ratchet up every single quarter. So that's what I mean, and that's why I work in seasons and quarters. And so how I've kind of constructed it with our businesses. So we've got five businesses, and I essentially I, I don't create projects. They're more like um, mini contracts. Okay, and this notion of mini contracts comes from my uh, my past life in manufacturing, um, where I I learned how to use this system, which is known as there's there's many terms. It's it can be called extreme manufacturing or Scrum or Agile. Many terms for it, but essentially what you're doing is you create these. Um, it's called contract first design, and a good example of that is. Um, it's it's these agreements that if they're in place, then you can call the project done, if that makes sense. So Volvo, for example, and car manufacturers use this, John Deere as well, um, so that if you've got two different um, parts or modules, so picture like a car divided into three sections if you take the shell of the car off, and those sections have to connect together, right? And so if you're a car manufacturer and you've got multiple different uh, models of car, if you can have contract first design, in other words, they, they link up, there's a universal um, connection point between those parts, then you can have kind of infinite designs as long as there's that contract in place that the two sides uh, meet up, like a puzzle kind of, think of a puzzle. So that's contract first design in, uh, in the manufacturing design world. And it's the same with, um, if you look at Tesla or Elon Musk, he's utilized contract first design and first principles to achieve the outrageous success that he has. Um, and this is this becomes critically important, especially if you're in a world like Elon's where it's highly competitive and it's highly, um, he's, he's breaking a lot of ground, a lot of uh, trails that haven't been there before. And that's why it's useful um, from his standpoint, if you think about first principles, um, he'll look at, for example, with, with uh, Tesla. Um, so I drive a Tesla and it's, it's a pretty amazing experience. But if you look at the battery, he was looking at uh, available batteries on the market before he started the Tesla electric car company. And with the current batteries on the market, he didn't have a business model in place. So what he did with through first principles was he looked at, okay, what are all the materials that go into making a battery? And so we looked at each independently on uh, if you were to purchase that material on the market. And so that was just the straight cost of all the independent materials for the, uh, for the batteries. And he said, here's like, with, with a little bit of input cost, here's like what is possible. And it was like hundreds of times cheaper than the current uh, price of batteries. And so that was his target through first principles. He proved that, you know, with some input costs and some automation, robotics, and so on, some efficiencies, we can, there's, we can at least 10x um, or uh, shave off by like a tenth um, the current price of batteries. So we looked at it that way to throw out the challenge rather than, and by doing it through kind of the scientific method, first principles, he is allowed, that enables him and gives him the confidence to kind of push through all of the naysayers. So that's first principles thinking where you're, you, um, you look at what is possible, like what is physically possible, and then work backwards and, and build your targets around that. 
And so, um, so that's one thing is looking at kind of the ideal outcome, proving that it's possible and then reverse engineering it. So he did that and then he would have reverse engineered it back and he said, okay, we know that this is, we could probably get at least, um, 10 times savings, right? On these batteries because of science. And then he would have worked back and he said, and um, through sprints, they would have carved out likely a quarter or some um, short time period where they, they wanted to see what was possible with the current state um, to move it forward towards um, achieving that. And so the same in, in our businesses is we've got like these, these big targets that we want to hit. And then all we do every quarter is we, we form a bunch of mini contracts um, which I'm going to share uh, a link to this in the resources as well. But it's essentially, and we use Trello to manage this stuff, but um, it's, it's like a project. So it's got a title, um, you know, so if it was a wedding, you know, it would be Tony and, and Tina's wedding. So it's got a title. And then you put in the purpose and the importance so everybody understands why you're working on it. And then um, key results, which are like broken. Um, these are acceptance tests. Yes or no statements. Um, to say whether or not the crucial things have been done. Um, so for example, in your business, let's say that you were you had a startup and um, within a quarter you wanted to get some sales. Well, you were, one of the key results or acceptance tests might be um, you know, 20, 20 new customers or 20 sales, something like that. So that's very clear, it's very black and white and you want to eliminate the abstract wherever possible and make um, these black and white acceptance tests and I like to focus on no more than five so that you can really um, nail them over the course of three months so that's I just wanted to talk about that where we're kind of looking at the uh, the last the, the home stretch here in our mini contracts um, for the quarter for our businesses and we're looking at there's a couple remaining key results so we're going to be focusing on those and, and finding how can we get those done by the end of the quarter and so everybody's going to be kind of scrambling and, and getting kind of creative. But uh, I, I think uh, we, we've got a pretty good chance of getting them done. But I hope that's helpful. If you're not living in kind of seasons, it's useful because, you know, it gives you something to look forward to. It allows you to break things down into concrete, tangible items. And it allows you to, you know, avoid procrastination and, and get kind of real about your goals, what's possible, and, and hold yourself accountable to them. So if you're not doing it already, highly recommend it. I'm going to be sharing um, a tool in the resources as well so you can see what I mean by creating these contracts. And uh, otherwise, hope that's helpful, guys. And I am at the office now. So hope you guys have an awesome day. And we'll talk to you soon.